Looking for some straight-talking, no-nonsense politician to say it how it is? Well, semi-retired former MHK Peter Caron is pulling no punches when it comes to government's housing policy. Peter Caron has written to the new Housing Board Chair, David Ashford, with some clear policy ideas to try to find housing solutions for the many Manx workers who continue to struggle to find affordable homes. So what's his motivation? This is about a, a social cancer that needs to be addressed. I went to the Liberal Valley public meeting on housing. We had the usual diatribe of no, no ideas, no initiatives, nothing to address the real issues. It's quite appalling that we see they're talking about trying to find ways of accommodating the key workers. What about the locals? The point is there are things that can be done, but it means making the agenda for the common good. And I give them a short list of a number of other things that could be done quite easily without spending vast amounts of money. But it would mean that we'd want the freedom to flourish for all, not the few to fleece the rest of us. And, and and that housing meeting that you mentioned, I mean, who who was there? Who who was presenting? Well, it was it was done by the Liberal Party, and it was done with a number of people there, including uh, Mr. Ashford, who was the new member responsible for housing. I suggested to him that maybe we should have a chat. And to be fair, he wasn't too arrogant. He actually came along and had a chat about a number of issues, and I subsequently gave him a letter of what needs to be done. We don't need to be throwing more money at developers and the vested interests who are financially crippling the next generation on this island. A couple of easy initiatives, the likes of what I was proposing donkeys years ago about bringing into planning use and ownership. 20% of all new housing should have a restriction on use and ownership. So it can only be bought by an Isle of Man worker. It can only be, it can only be all owned by that person if they don't own a second residential property and they can't rent it out. We need to get away from this fantasy island, the pure lies like what we had where we had ex-chief ministers talking about, oh, the waiting lists are going down. and The only reason they're going down is because we are actually gerrymandering corruptly the, the, the need as far as this cornerstone of our society. Housing is a cornerstone. And what's hope, let's hope and see whether we can get some sense from Mr Asford, even though it would be a very hard job, as this lot are even more delusional than, than, than the others. Well, that's uh, kind of you to say, having been the others myself. Um, the, the, in, in relation to housing, how is it so difficult, um, apparently anyway, so difficult for government to crack uh, this issue? Because surely to goodness, you know, government has control in, in relation to what land is released for housing. Um, government, to a certain extent at least, controls the level of population on the island uh, by the various initiatives that it introduces. So so why do you think it's been so difficult over the decades uh, for, for government to get the balance because there's right? There's no real opposition. That's the problem. There's no audit on power. There's no... There's a... There's a a deficit in the political system on this island for strategic long-term policy. That's why I set the Liberal Party up in the first place. The thing is, what we've got to try and do is create the agenda. And people have got to stop being manx and say, oh, well, you can't do anything. I decided when I was 15 years of age from Polly to become an MHK. It took me nine years to become one. It can happen. It does happen. And often... There are many factors that are improved in this island was because of my, my intervention. Might not have got the credit for it, 
under the system. But the reality is here that 20% of all new planning applications need to have a restriction on use and ownership. We've got to not sell the quality of the houses, but we've got to, the commercial ability of the houses so that they end up being nests and not nest eggs for our generation. The generation at the moment that's just coming up, it's not fair, it's not just, and it needs addressing. And of course, I think uh, many people in government recognise that it needs addressing, not least because there is an ambition to grow the economically active part of the population. So th so they're keen to, they're to not do that. Do, they're not going to do that when you, you see the growth in government. Government must be, or must be employing one in three people by now, either directly or indirectly through charitable organisations that it, it sort of back funds. But the reality is, is this is going to destroy the economic base of this island. And what will happen will be the ones in the know will get their money out and the rest will be left with negative equity for a generation or so. We've seen it in the past. That's why we need restricted hold planning in this island to start off with. We need a part equity mortgage scheme where we, we help people instead of uh, blackening people in council houses about about all these all these rich people who who own all this or have all this money. The reality is that when you look at the the affordability of a house now, it was three times my salary when I was twenty five. It's now it's now about five times my would be my salary, and that's allowing for the fact that no one's had an increase in wages from when I first was elected as an MHK to what they're getting today, which is absolutely disproportionate to reality of the hard-won arguments that the likes of Sir Charles Carouche backed for years to try and get people out of crony capitalism. And, and yet um, the, the property market, uh, to use the jargon, is hot. There are plenty of people who want to buy all the new properties that that, that come on well, the Well, you market. know why that is. Of course, you, you, you're more intelligent than me. It's uh, this, this, The situation is simple. It's the fact that the agenda's being made of creating property more as an investment opportunity than a cornerstone, a building block of society where your wife and your kids have somewhere that they, that's theirs. And this needs to be changed. The, what we should be doing as well, we're looking ways of, of raising taxation. We shouldn't be allowing them to drip feed the designated land. There should be a tax on it and a, and a, a substantial tax on it. It really upsets me, the injustice on these kids today, and we need to see uh, initiatives. And that doesn't mean making, making uh, £2 co to companies in faraway tax havens uh, with billions of pounds worth of equity that's been generated here. Maybe not the case today, but it was in the past. It means that the government of the Isle of Man starts serving its people instead of it expecting its people to serve it. And we could see the restricted, restricted housing uh, uh, legislation in to see that. And maybe we have to build it ever bigger to try and develop it. This is not revolution. This is common sense. This is, but it doesn't affect those that are making and exploiting the working people of the Isle of Man um, is for a basic commodity of life. Do you think Tinwald, um, particularly the new uh, House of Keys, well, not, not so new now, um, a couple of years in, aren't we? Um, do you think they understand that actually 
they have the power to significantly influence uh, things. I mean, obviously, they realise that they can pass certain regulations and and uh, well, it's do, funny do you mention that. Funds, I was but... talking about somebody who's been fra- had a fragrant injustice done to him, and then the member came back to me who was this, um, the, the, and said, "Well, I'm only a backbencher. Says you could do a private members' bill. You could do a a a, a motion in Timwood." Call them for for action on this. You could also do an ex gratia payment once they're out of legal jeopardy, the individual concerned, to sort of redress the imbalance, the injustice that's been done to that person. The reality is, Tim, I used to always call it Disney Club, but the point is it got even worse. The reality is, is the fact that we need to get away from this effective one-party state by patronage. The situation is, is that using the previous administrations have, has allowed the consolidation of the one-party state. You know that if I was to have doubled their wages and give them an extra 10 years of life, at least eight of them would vote against us. The reality <laughs> is that we have the total lies of their independence. There are very few independents in the 31 and a half years I was in that were independent. To be a, when you had independent ministers elected as independent, telling you no matter what you do, we'll never vote for you. The reality is, is that it's bad governance, and the people of the Isle of Man need to be standing up and saying enough's enough. And I hope these young girls who raised this uh, protest are going to get some support because it's about time they're waking up. They are there to serve us. There are two young ladies who are in self-employed business people who have said that they want a protest on the Tuesday the 12th of December between 10 and 2 so that members of Tim will start to realise that there are people out there. People are suffering which shouldn't be suffering and housing is a major factor which is destroying the, the vast improvements we've had economically for the working people on this island because they're now in the situation of having to pay ridiculous rents and ridiculous mortgages for something that should be there on a better a much fairer basis so uh, just going it then into the detail because because this is where often these things fall fall down isn't it you have to be careful when you when you do it um introduce new policies and new legislation with housing because you you pull a straw out of one side and then you find that on the other side something collapses so it is it it, it does take a bit I, of, absolute, of, of thought, I, I totally it? don't disagree with you Phil. Okay. the problem you have is is you've got a situation where you're looking at your mainland your uk well that's not the mainland this is the mainland Absolutely. we've seen what other island communities have done in jersey and guernsey we've seen what they've done in other places and in fact in their mainland the uk in lakes of lake district and other areas they've brought in similar provisions in order to try and help the locals to level up the injustice of people coming in and buying homes for nest eggs and holiday accommodation what we've got to do is get this island addressing that issue addressing the issue of a proper progressive part equity mortgage scheme which we were on about donkeys years ago and there was a a, a trial um, uh, during my time as housing minister of a a second second time by a scheme which uh, demonstrated that this sort of thing is yeah, possible. But, the reality um, is, but but of course, you, you then have to do something the with real, that. But the reality is the thresholds are far too low. 
The same with the ha with the local authority list. It's scandalous. People are having to go out to work, to um to 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 pay rent, to be able to live in some sort of half decent accommodation. That's it's a responsibility. We don't have to defend ourselves. We don't have foreign affair foreign affairs representation to worry about. We are housing and feeding and both them they are they are absolutely disastrous at the moment the policy on agriculture is another issue of food security which frightens me to death for for the next generation we're only here five minutes it was 10 minutes ago i was i was a, a newly elected member of 24 the reality is the only thing you can do is leave a bit of good it's about time the members of timwald started thinking about that and were, were other members of Timwald or members of Timwald in in this studio where recording this programme, they would uh, leap up and say, yes, of course we're trying to do good. Um, but specifically the, the kind of good that you're talking about. And, um, you know, I think this is a, a, a common uh, theme amongst a number of government policies at the moment. There seems to be a, a very strong desire to uh, attract new people to the island and as a result of that strong desire to attract new people to the island people who've been on the Isle of Man living in the Isle of Man for for most if not all of their lives feel as though the focus is completely about the people coming in and not at all about the people who are already here uh, so the key worker um, uh, policy is very much about attracting new people to the island. But your argument is actually uh, that we have a, a, a problem for our people who are already here, uh, and that's where the Isle of Man worker status requirement comes in. Of course it does. The reality is what we've got to see is we've got to see now action being taken and people held to account. I wish Mr Ashford all the support I can give him and we'll help him as far as that's concerned because this social cancer is not just destroying family life, it's destroying the economic base of this island and what we need to be worried about is our young people being forced to emigrate out of this island like it was the generation before me. People forget it's only that, that length of time that we've gone from 45% of the average wage of, the, of our UK counterpart to, to being out 100%, where we, most of us left the island. There's more Manx blood off the island than there is on. And the way they're going, they're going to have that same problem again. I hope that Mr Ashford will support us and will support the proposals I've asked for because it's important that it happens. They make the environment... They can make the environment for the freedom to f flourish, but if they don't watch themselves, they, they are bringing about toxicity at a level that's going to destroy the whole economic base and social welfare of the nation. And there are two schools of thought, aren't there? One school of thought, which I think is the one that you're coming from, is that you need to get your own house in order before you start doing the attracting new people and, and, and growing uh, grow in the economy. Uh, government's line appears to be, actually, we can't afford to, to get our own house in order with the way government finances are at the moment. Therefore, we need to create the, uh, the new businesses. We need to bring in new people so that we can start uh, growing the economy again 
and as the economy grows, we can then af afford to fund all these other schemes. We were on about this 10, 15 years ago. The only people who are flourishing at the moment is anybody who's got the support of government using taxpayers' money. We've seen the absurdity of deficit spending, of bringing about debt um, as, far as, as far as the island's concerned. There are times when you need debt for capital expenditure, for growing the economy, for growing infrastructure. That's, but when you're, doing it, when you're taking on debt to, just to sort out your revenue costs, your ha general housekeeping, that is a recipe for disaster. And I suppose you know, things like, uh, I mean, your, your policies that you've uh, written out here, Isle of Man work estate as requirement, prospective buyers must hold Isle of Man work estate to be eligible for the purchase of these properties, a limitation on second residential property. Individuals who already own a residential house in the island are not uh, eligible to purchase these uh, designated homes. Restriction on rental. Purchases of these homes are strictly prohibited from renting them out. Um, so those three um, uh, policies or criteria for this 20% of, of new properties which must be uh, kept for Isle of Man workers um, the, the, these don't actually come at a cost to government do they? And of course they don't but the reality is too is the fact that they they don't have to do anything but they government makes the environment they can either make the environment for the freedom to flourish or the, the environment to fleece to flourish for the few they, they, at the moment, they are not looking after their people. The price of a house is academic unless you go into a home or you go into a nursing home, unless you own lots of property. And that's the only people who are benefiting at the present time under the present system. The, the other elements to your proposal are a government mortgage scheme with equity uh, ownership. Um, there's sort of a cost to, to government with that in as much well, as money well, has no, to be but the found point is, in the that's first not, place. But there, there isn't really, mm. because the reality is, I always remember going up in 1975 up to um, Highfield Crescent. The house was 12, 12 and a half thousand, and then it jumped up from 12, 12 and a half to 15 to 15 and a half thousand. Now, my parents were... With, thinking about buying that house at 12, 12. They could raise 12, maybe 12 and a half thousand. They couldn't raise 15, 15 and a half thousand. The reality is if there would have been a part equity mortgage scheme in that day, they would have emptied a house in Springy, in Polly, uh, in 1975, which would effectively took another person off of this. They would have got 80 odd thousand equity and release when the house was sold, when my mother went into an old people's home. And they would also have got paid fourteen hundred pound a week from from the from her estate um, to, instead of the taxpayer paying it. That's the reality of the situation. The, the it actually saves money. This idea of the exploitation of the weak, the poor, and the sick. I had a classic example the other week there with somebody on about the issue of 
a constituent of mine, but it was his kids, his, one of his kids, doing well, brilliant well. And he knows how we feel about minimum wage and about the fact that you, you, you push the economy from the, from the top up, not from the, the way the Tories want to dripple little bits down to the poor. And the fact that we've ended up with a ridiculous situation, which would have been seen as you've been put in a lunatic asylum 40 years ago, where you said the poor would be better off in the Isle of Man than the UK. But they've destroyed the welfare state. The, the, situation, the situation we've got to do um, as far as as far as uh, is putting the runs on the ladder. This would actually bring more houses back into into the, this planning restructure. So it wouldn't be just new houses, but gradually we'd be filtering them back. And the the final point that you have there is a land development tax levy. This has always been something that governments have have uh, been very cautious or, or very shy of, of, of getting involved with but if, what you're suggesting is it enforce a levy of uh, tax on owners of land de- designated for development but not developed within a reasonable time scale what but, sort of level of taxation would you well what's about? more important is is this the the absolute crap that comes out of government but we've got all these that these acres of land designated for development I've got a land in my old constituency that's been designated for development for 40, 50 years. It won't be developed until the owner dies. Now, that should be taken out of the plan or there should be a levy of tax put on it. The fact of the matter is, it is unjust what, what's happening at the present time. It's, if it was somebody from Pulley, it would be classed as a damn sight lie. But the reality is, is that these people can get away with trying to, trying to calm people and stare people out of what, what's going on at the present time. The drip feeding of the market is outrageous. The issue of developers not finishing properties off to drip feed the market. I'm not saying now, but it was a big practice at one time. There are ways. Again, the legislative power is there within the branches of Timwald to actually address this issue. Let's start seeing a bit of integrity in the House of Keys and let's start looking at the social cancer, which is going to destroy not just the social fabric of the Isle of Man, but also the economic base of the island. We've just got a few minutes left. Um, how hopeful would you say you are that over the course of the next couple of years, the Housing and Communities Board and the various departments of government that have responsibility for planning and housing and taxation are going to listen to the policy suggestions that you've got? Unless forward. people start taking direct action and start demanding that they do, what we've got at the moment is we've got the typical British colonial set up in the, in the Manx government where those at the top think they should be served by the, the rest of us. Well, I'm sorry, but the Celtic way, the Manx way should be is about those at the top serve the people and not just themselves. And the reality is that if we don't address this situation, we'd be better all emigrating from the Isle of Man because we're not going to get anywhere and we're going to go back to the corrupt poverty-stricken hole that the Isle of Man was when I was a kid, where they, if you didn't do what they wanted, there was a boat in the morning where people could say, you'll never work again, and that happens. And it's all about accountable power. And at the moment, there is no accountability within the corridors of power at the moment. And returning to the question that I put, which you um, neatly sidestepped at the start of the programme, is there a possibility of a Peter Caron comeback? Listen, I offered... 
to become an MLC. I couldn't even get four people. I told them it would be immoral for me to take my my public sector pension. Um, I would have to give that back so long as it went back into this same scheme uh, and just take the wages. We've got a, we've, if they're that stupid, that way they would save money, as I say, by doing it. What hope have you got of, of, of becoming an MHK again? I'm sure there are a lot of young people. I'm more interested in trying to get Liberal Van and, and the other parties, both the Green Party and the Labour Party, actually on the right course, instead of just being part of the fiefdom at the present time. That was former MHK and founder of the Liberal Vannon Party, Peter Caron. So what do you think? Does Peter Caron have a point? Is the Isle of Man government too eager to encourage immigration at the expense of Manx workers? Would any of the suggested policies actually work? Or are they poorly conceived, unworkable ideas that fit the opposition's rhetoric but little else? Let me know your thoughts on the programme by contacting Phil Gorn at manxradio.com and get in touch if you have any ideas for future shows. For now, though, I'm Phil Gorn. Goromayo, thanks for listening. <laughs>